Welcome to episode 69 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode, 68, our guest was Andy Balderson discussing solution selling. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business that are approximately 10 to 15 minutes long so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. Today's episode discusses identifying your own values. Our guest is Paul Terwall, owner of Team Ondata, based out of the Netherlands. Paul Terwall and his consulting company, Team Ondata, makes healthy businesses better with the belief that happiness makes money. An organization expert with a lot of experience as a lawyer in the field of Social Security and employment law, Paul saw firsthand the ways that Social Security failed human beings. He was surprised to learn that despite the millions of dollars and euros spent to support people when they become ill or disabled, nothing was invested to keep people employable and engaged. He was disappointed that no one was taking the time to ask workers what they needed to live a good life. Not a million-dollar salary, but a fair salary and support in health care and well-being. Twenty-two years ago, Paul left the legal side and moved further into improving humanity. Leading with his core values, Paul now establishes consulting engagements that help companies identify and truly live their own values. He shows companies that when they see every employee's full potential and facilitate them to achieve Absenteeism decreases, while enthusiasm and productivity increases. Let's welcome Paul Terwall. Paul, welcome to the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. Hi, Brian. Good to be with you. Thank you for joining us today. Paul, I'm always interested in people's stories. What's your background in becoming the founder of Team Ondata? Well, I started more than 40 years ago as a lawyer. Uh, so I did labor law and social security law, which is quite important in, in Western Europe and especially in the Netherlands. So I know the law of on labor, social security very well. But later on, I discovered that we are looking at what I call the backhand of somebody's life, when you're ill, unemployed, disabled, then I was working for you. And now I want to work on the foresight, on the front side of somebody's life. Our topic today is identifying your own values. How and where do companies start when creating and implementing their core values? For me, it's it's always important if you go back to the starting line of an organization, which most organizations started many years ago with a papa and a mama in an organization, and they had core values. And I love to call them non-negotiable because that's much stronger than core value. You can change core values, but your non-negotiable, it's much deeper but of course, if you go to big organizations like Heineken or a bank, those original core values are gone. So then you need to, to identify what at this moment are the current non-negotiables that everybody feels in your organization. And you do it by just asking 
people what they think the core values are. How does creating and implementing your core values help improve employee retention? Oh, it's so important. And I, I must say it's it's changing. The last couple of years, and, and it started before Corona. And of course, COVID hit the place when, when people were sitting at home and thinking, what am I working for? What is my purpose in life? What do I want to achieve? Because suddenly they weren't connected anymore to their teams, to the family that they were part of, and they weren't feeling connected anymore. And suddenly in their bedrooms or in the working rooms, they thought, hmm, do I still love what I'm doing? And then you suddenly see that purpose becomes much more important. So if you want your people to stay in your organization, you need to be aware whether there is alignment between the core values of the organization, but also with the core values and the purpose of the individual. And of course, you can't do it if you have 5,000 people do it by CEO, but a team leader can do it. They, they can say, hey, this is what we stand for as ABC. And how are you aligned to our core values? Because if people aren't aligned anymore, they can now seek for another job. It's much easier than 10 years ago because by demographic situation, we have less employees in the market. So you see that for organizations, knowing what your purpose is, knowing your core values and finding alignment becomes so important. And especially for the younger generation, Gen Y and Z, they are running if they don't feel aligned, if they don't feel the purpose anymore. So that's, that's why retention is very important in connection with core values. We're speaking with Paul Terwall, Team Ondata founder and organizational consultant. Paul, what are the seven keys of engagement and profitability? Well, what we, what we see worldwide, and Gallup from the US is one of the big founders of these investigations, is that we can see that if people are engaged, they fit in and they have passion in what they're doing, sick leave will decrease by more than 40%. So then it's not about illness, it's about not feeling well. So you see the connection between well-being and working in an organization. The second one is making mistakes goes down. That's the second one. The third is higher retention. If there is more engagement, they feel passionate about the work they're doing, the removal, the, the leaving is 25% lower than ever before. Other one is productivity goes higher. And maybe you heard about the big research that is done by the University of Cambridge the last six months in the UK that they were looking for organizations who worked five days a week, then brought it back to four days a week, same salary and higher productivity. Because people had one day extra for their well-being. And suddenly they did the same amount of work for the same amount of money. And even production went up by 5 to 10%. So then you see, hmm, is it about the hours that I make? 
or when I feel engaged, I feel happy, I work harder. So that's one of the keys as well. Another important one is, of course, customer satisfaction. We always talk about the customer experience and what we find out now that the employee experience leads to better customer experience. So if the employees are happy, customers are happy. And then I think the shareholder will be more happy because the margins go up as well. So we have about seven keys. I did research for my new book and I found in all the research, 16 different keys. But a lot of them are small ones. So the big seven are the ones that Gallup is talking about. Following along on that topic, what is EX and CX? And why is CX as important as EX? Yeah, well, uh, Richard Branson said many years ago, I don't take care of my customers. I only take care of my employees because they will take care of my customers. And there you see the influence of EX on CX. So it's connected, of course. You, you can't have happy customers if you don't look at your employees and the other way around. So for many years, I saw big companies like banks go for the customer experience. Now it's the employee experience, much more important. We're speaking with Paul DeWall, Team Andata, founder and organizational consultant. Paul, is there anything I've not asked that you'd like to add? Well, I think that we are coming from a long period in which we were talking about human resources. Taylor started it 100 years ago, and then McKinsey took it over, and we were process-minded. We were looking at the process in a factory, in an industry, and taking care of the process, and the people were put in as resource. Don't try that now, because people are human beings. Even Minzberg is saying, I'm not the human resource, I'm a human being. So I think if we start looking at people as human beings who are important for our organization, I think profitability will rise. So we need to be aware of human beings. Paul, how can people get in contact with you? Quite easy. Just go to LinkedIn, type in my name, Paul Terval, and you will find me with all my contact details, my website, my YouTube channel. It's all in there. So this is the most easy. And I have a gift for your listeners. If they go to our website, we have an engagement benchmark survey. And every CEO or leader can type in what they think the engagement is on 16 questions. And they get a free report. We are not going to spend them. They can download the report for themselves. And then they can see what they think the engagement in that team is. So that's a free gift for your listeners. Well, thank you very much. Well, Paul, thank you for joining us today on the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. My sincere thanks to Paul Terwall. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. In search, 
type bcf.org. Be sure to leave a space between BCF and ORG. Feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Paul, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol's on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 70, our guest will be L. Carol Scott discussing success strategies. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.